and we're rolling we're going we're doing it it's happening we are back at full fucking strength we are unstoppable (laughs) it's good to be back good to be back (laughs) good to have you back uh i am your host omar delgado with me as always well as again always back always back always um zachary stein also known as stein Ayo. Also with us, our resident Packers fan, Packers fan extraordinaire, Isaac Turgeon. Yo. Another uh, another rough Sunday. Another rough Sunday for the Bears fans as we welcome you in. Um, but uh, just a little... Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to everyone. Welcome back to Stein. Uh, we missed the episode. I I totally was just, I could not catch a break this weekend. We were supposed to have an episode of just me and Isaac. It was recorded, it was edited, and I just could not get the chance to post it. Um, I'll probably post that if you guys want to take a listen. You're doing a twofer? Um, I'm doing a twofer this week, so you can doing get a little, because I think we had some pretty good conversation, Isaac and I, last week too. So there'll be some good stuff in there for you. I kind of wrapped up the Packers win streak <clears throat> as well and shit like that. Yeah, that yeah, that was really great. Uh, we had some really good stuff on the NFC North and the Packers especially. Um as Bears fans, maybe you're not too interested, but maybe you should be because they're in our division and they're our rival. So it's good There's to know that. what's going on. And they're in yeah. similar spots too. Evaluation Honestly. years. Mm. Honestly. Uh, we're going to start with some updates. Uh, Tevin Jenkins currently is questionable. He left the game on Sunday against the Browns with a concussion. I assume, as usual, we will know more on Wednesday. Uh, it looks like Equinemius St. Brown is out he is officially out right now uh, for this next game due to a pectoral injury that I guess kept him out of the game, out of the Lions game as well. Um, I think that about does it for updates. So with that, let's uh, let's welcome Stein back. And then uh, what's the vibe, Stein? How are you feeling? Honestly, I mean, I feel okay. I, I just want to put this all very realistically. Um, we have five wins. That's more than last year. <laughs> more than last year. And coming into this at the beginning of the season, that was one of the things we discussed. It was kind of like, just be better than last year. Mm-hmm. And record, we've proven that. Um, you know, it's... Uh, and and we're competitive when... when Like, at times. When we're doing shows, the right things. <laughs> when we're doing the right things. And when, when people, when things are clicking, when we've got the right personnel in there um, with, with decent play calling, right? Um, so decent, yeah, even decent play. When there's Just decent, decent play calling, <laughs> yeah. when there's decent play calling, yeah, <laughs> with the right personnel in there, yeah, we are we are being competitive against mm-hmm. teams that are, you know, above average. So yes, um, and say what you will. I mean, even Cleveland, uh, you they they might have Joe Flacco in there, but they have fucking Joe Flacco. And I just want to like point out like a respect is due yes, to a man of his stature yes. and his accomplishments throughout his career, even though yes. he's a backup now. Like, but he still has, he very much has the poss- the ability to, to win games and put Cleveland in a position to stay competitive. Oh, I mean, as he's, they need it. yeah, he's shown 900 yards in the past three games. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's nuts, man. For he him can to, and, go out and he can and, go out and sling it still. So. Yeah. And I mean, and uh, it's not like he's been with the Browns this whole time, you know, coming, coming out. Was he a free agent or what was he? What was he? Uh, he was on his couch. He was just chilling. He's eating yeah. Cheetos. <laughs> it was like, a, I mean, it's, I said the same thing last week. Joe Flacco's at his best when he can throw 40 to 50 times in the mm-hmm. game. And then, because even if it's like 
bad, it'll start hitting eventually. Yeah. That's he's, what a, he's a frequency passer. Like, he needs that elongated. It, it almost takes him. It's almost like warm-ups before the game don't count. It's almost <laughs> like he has to go out there and like like be in game time mode and then throw 40. Get in game time and reps. Then, and then all of a sudden it just starts clicking. And I mean, he, he was that way when he was with the Ravens too. So, yeah. In his heyday. So, I mean, all in all, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super pissed. I'm not super disappointed. Um, yeah. You know, there were some missed opportunities yesterday. There were, um, I saw a couple of good things. I saw a good chunk of bad things, but the bad things that I saw were also some of the shit we've been dealing with all season. So yeah. Fixable things that we've seen again and again. Uh, dude, my vibes were shot yesterday. <laughs> that shit genuinely like, I don't know. I think Sunk, just because, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I just, I got that pit in my stomach again. And then like afterwards I was just like, this fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> like, fucking, I sent that uh, message to the child, like football sucks, dude. This shit is ass. <laughs> this shit sucks. Um, but yeah, I feeling a little better today, especially all things considered. I mean, like you said, just some missed opportunities, but I mean, we saw some good things. We also saw some bad things. I think we're officially out of the hunt now, I'd say, <laughs> for, for playoffs. 5%, baby. 5%. 5%. So there's a chance. Same, there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, that, that that wraps up the general vibe, right? General vibe is wrapped up. Another fourth quarter collapse. Let's just start getting into the game recap here. Um, I want to start on a good note. I think our defense, our defense did really, really good and did what they should have. Um, the Browns wow. had a – what's up? For most of the game. For most of the game. Can't go um, out like, and give up 212 yards in the fourth quarter. In the quarter, fourth quarter, yeah. Passing alone. I feel like the defense held up more than, than the enough offense. for a majority of the game. I mean, mm-hmm. they oh, gifted yeah. them one, the one – I mean, they scored a touchdown, and then they got them the ball at the one-yard line. So, I mean, they did what they Absolutely. Could. I mean, they missed shit. But Which like, on, that speci- on that specific one, they – they took advantage of that. Like we scored on that, on that opportunity given to us by the defense. Yeah. So, and you know, um, maybe that's why it took us what twelve plays to get in the end zone. It was we were trying to give the defense a break. Yeah. You know, can like, we? <laughs> we're trying to. Like, Dude, can we talk about that? Can we sit in this for a second? How many? Can you look up Isaac? How many plays exactly it was? Because that it was, was 12. if it was twelve. It was twelve plays. To <laughs> twelve get in. It was only four plays. counted plays. Like, it was it was twelve plays, counting penalties and stuff. Yeah, but because of the ridiculous <laughs> amount of penalties, <laughs> it dude, was fucking insane. That shit I don't was. Think I've ever seen anything. I like was that laughing. Before. I was crying, bro. That shit was awful. <laughs> that shit was so goofy. <laughs> what was it nine? Mm-hmm. Nine plays. See, I had I had somewhere else that had that said it was twelve. Too many. Um, <laughs> it was too many. And wasn't there two? There were two penalties on on where they had too many men on the field. The Cleveland had too on many Cleveland, men on the field. On Cleveland, yeah, twice, twice they had twice. twelve men on the field. Did you see the second time there was like the corner or whatever that was like running trying to get off because he counted, he counted and realized that there's too many and he's like he's like running towards the <laughs> sideline trying to get off and they, he doesn't get there in time. So oh dude that was such a fucking oh that was such a slop fest man it, like you know what it looked like it looked like the bears playing the bears like that's what that I was it looked like, like peewee football it, like we're, it looked like little playing, kids we're playing fit, looking in a mirror sometimes you know? yeah just, the, was... the browns were giving us a reflection of ourselves in that fucking <laughs> oh that was nuts 
like just truly in a turn. I thought it would never end. I was like, this game is just going to go on By indefinitely certain, here. <laughs> like halfway through that, I was like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah. I, I and I didn't, I, was like, I didn't like know watching. whether to be like, I didn't know whether to be like, just give us a touchdown or just like call it. Just like, I don't know. Yeah, like, just give it to us. Or maybe like, you know, maybe it's bad enough that you should, we should just not get the chance anymore. Can we just start over? Can, can we, we just, can, can we, we start this again? Start this again. Do the coin flip again, please. Reset. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the captains out. Let's flip the coin again. This shit is, no one's mad at you getting shit rocked in. How you can and like you literally quit. mid game, mid game, no, mid game, pause it and you like decrease the difficulty level. Like, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh that was fucking goofy i wasn't even mad because i know i was just because of how funny it was i I mean yeah i was not upset at all (laughs) just because of how funny that was um anyway okay so up until the fourth quarter i i think for how i mean that that browns o-line is where we were last year with the o-line i Mm. think uh by the end of the game they had um one of their starters and everyone else was it was a backup they started out the season as a top five offensive line mm-hmm. like i think i actually mentioned that on one, of, on one of our episodes yeah yeah like going through ranking of lines and yeah they are definitely hurting for sure yeah so given that i think uh i would think i was expecting our defense to uh come in and have a game and and they did they they had a great game three interceptions um which were odd, dude. A pick six, right? Yeah, pick six. Um, there was that the one for uh, Tremaine Edmonds's uh, pick. Mm-hmm. That way, I think was a pick six. That was crazy, dude. Edwards fucking Edwards came across and just fucking murdered, like absolutely murdered that receiver, and the ball pops out, and then Edmonds just takes it and like runs it, dude. That was so sick. A hundred percent, he could have like he could have caught. He could have caught something for that, sure, for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. State troopers are just like waiting on the side. Like, <laughs> like buddy, it's time for you to go. <laughs> you fucking killed that guy. On yeah. national television. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, we have 60,000 people, eyewitnesses here. Like, yeah, <laughs> everyone saw what you did. Uh, we got one for the Rook, Tyreek Stevenson, and then we got one for the vet, Eddie Jackson, his first pick of the season. Props to him. Props to him. Glad to see um, him out there. Yeah, I love that you. I think he was he was pretty active in the game. Our, mm-hmm. All in all, our secondary again for the most part was uh, was pretty good, pretty good being active out there. And uh, to continue on the defense, I think we got to give a big uh, tip of the hat to Montez Sweat. Oh yeah, five tackles, Absolutely. two assists, two and a half sacks in Flacco's face all fucking game. Love to see it. I think he is. Uh, I mean, just continues that continues to bear out to be like a really great pickup for us. I think he really is becoming a leader and a staple for this defense. Well, and again, I think that it goes back and highlights, like if you, if you look at from when we picked him up through now, I maintain that it has opened so many opportunities for our secondary to be a secondary and not have to operate so um, carefully anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. like they're able to go out there and like fly around the field a little quicker and not, yeah. And, um yeah so i don't know i th- i think i think he has been great and you can tell that he's really like i think he feels at home in his in that position yeah now say say what you will about the browns old line being hurt yeah absolutely they are but he still has a fucking job to do and we've seen it plenty of times in the past where like 
the people that you are paying money to come in and do a specific job yeah. don't do that fucking job mm-hmm. even with backups in there. So so for me, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care that it was backups. I don't care that it wasn't their full line. Like he yeah. he was still out there like putting pressure and really he did what he was supposed to because be doing. He, I think that sometimes human beings have uh this innate um ability of playing up or down to the talent we're across from sometimes mm-hmm. you know and it was good to see him like not give a fuck and like still go yeah out and, and 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 try to show up not give a fuck um, in a good way of like i don't care who exactly. you are across from me i'm exactly. gonna fuck you up like, like he, <laughs> i'm not gonna take plays like, off here exactly his intensity and his decision making and it all still was at that more that higher that elevated level right yeah um, that yeah. it would be if he was going up against a full line of starters. So yeah. um, that also gives me good hope. And in that, still creating that pressure, it's getting the secondary and some of the younger guys more reps and more experience being a part of a holistic defense. Mm-hmm. Um, more true reps of being like true a true secondary, like you're saying. Exactly. And Not so having for me, to their... and if anything, like if he could have eased up, he could have backed off a little bit um, with it not being the starting O line, he could have been like, I don't have to go as hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're but then you're cheating your secondary and the rest of your team on Yeah, you're cheating your team on that. On real reps and opportunity to like go out there and trying to get some success. And they're put in a position where they can take a shot that they might not usually try to take a shot on. Mm-hmm. So no. I'm 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 really enjoying his his performance so far. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's great to see him. Uh most QB snap, most QB pressures since week nine, Montez Sweat has. So, love to see it. You got any more in the defense? Um, I think that they absolutely, as Isaac said, like put us in great position on a handful of occasions, and 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 they did what they needed to the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. The issue always, you know, and here's what we'll do. Let's let's go back now and talk about the offense, right? The uh, the defense was providing opportunity, ample opportunity, the majority <laughs> of the game. Yeah, we will come back to the fourth quarter then. But like, okay, so then what the fuck happened? Like, why was the score so low? Why we should have honestly been like dog walking them the same way that we did the week before. I mean, like, you know, just putting up points and just opportunity was there and it just was not happening. Yeah. Um, So a lot of three and outs for the offense. Lots of three and outs. I think a big issue. I think weather played a larger issue than when people are, than what fields will admit to. I I think that um, with how much it was raining. And did you see the pools? on the sidelines like i did it, not see when that it up on raining <laughs> there were literally like entire spots like giant pools on the sidelines where people couldn't stand because yeah. like of how much water how much water was there. there and um i still don't think his grip is quite a hundred percent i i would expect it to be closer into like the 90s now but yeah. i guarantee it's not in the hundred and i guarantee playing in that weather decreased it even further you know what i mean like it yeah. would if you had 100 percent grip that's going to mess with you a bit yeah um and I, so i think that it had a bigger a bigger effect i think it had an effect on him reading plays and i know that he made comment about like the the defense the he gave huge props to 
the Cleveland defense and that front line just being like, dude, they brought the house. They brought it. Like they were on it. It was difficult to get reads. They were in the way. <laughs> like, you know, he was like, it was it it was one of the more difficult games that he's had. And he was mm. he was open about that, which I appreciated, you know, that he took ownership of that. Yeah. Um so Yeah, he had he was facing a lot of pressure. I think our O line, especially um we mentioned earlier that Tevin Jenkins went out with a concussion. I think especially once after he left, I think our O-line definitely kind of started to fall apart and uh, let people through. And they were, um, I, we were talking before the podcast too, where I feel like our, our backs um, the whole game weren't didn't know where blitzes were coming from, which made it harder for them to block and give Fields a little more time. Um, so Fields, I just think, was dealing with <laughs> the shit ton of pressure. Uh, and the stats bear that out. So he was pressured on 20 of 45 dropbacks. That's tied for the most in his career, and uh, that's the third time this season that he's been pressured twenty plus times. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would be very interested to see if in those three games, where it was twenty plus times, uh, whether Tevin was in or not was in the game. I would not be surprised. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I th- I think because of his injuries, like throughout the season so far, you know, we see a degradation in the. Uh, and the value of the line when he's not there. And we see an increase and an uptick mm-hmm. in production when he is there. And I think that's been proven on the run game. The run game here was abysmal, <laughs> terrible. I yeah. felt bad. Um, I honestly felt bad for their, for the backs. Like, yeah, they, they just, they didn't have protection. They didn't have the holes opening up. The communication wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I mean, yeah, Jenkins went out, but I mean, field still, held the ball right the second longest time holding the ball so he had time Mm -hmm. the problem was that because of the pressure and like he he didn't just mention the pressure he was mentioning like they were taking up gaps like the way that they were like their arms were up and clouding his vision up they were clouding it to where he was not able to get the reads and he said he said i have to be better at that you know you throw in elements on top of that and obviously i mean that's it's funny because with i remember watching games as a kid where like the cameras weren't great so if it was pouring rain you saw you can it barely see pouring yeah. Rain. <laughs> yeah now like the cameras are so good that unless they do a fucking close-up like you're you not can't tell it's raining the rain. some of the time yeah um and i remember playing in a couple of those games like that where like it is pouring rain and mm-hmm. you're like yeah it's the middle of the day but i can only see about 10 feet out so <laughs> sure <laughs> like, yeah i can't do much there <laughs> see what happens yeah um uh, I, but ultimately I think this is also going to come down to like, okay, we lost one of our line. We should be prepared for that. Let's just be honest. Like mm. <laughs> what the bears are. Like, yeah. Just be ready for one of them to go down. Um, and yet I think a big issue is like letting off the gas, not being as aggressive as we could be. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that we've had, in post game conferences, it was um, multiple. I think multiple wide receivers mentioned that they were open about. Like Moore was one of them. He was like, you know, I just don't understand why we're not, why we let up, for mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. So this clear Mooney communication, too, I and I think Mooney was the other one. Yeah, yeah. Where there's this clear, there's a clear issue when like this is something we've been saying. Yeah, right. right? I literally in in an episode, I think I said, "How fucking dare you?" Th- think that you just are the right <laughs> yeah. to let off the gas like, yeah and this boom right there now, now we're hearing the it players in the locker are room. voicing it openly yeah um 
And I'm like, and not just behind closed doors in the locker room amongst themselves, <laughs> yeah. but now like their voice to the this, media, yeah, to the media, you know, allowed. So, um, very, very intrigued. Uh, I think, especially here's my issue. The Bears had a moment. We had an, a moment of clarity, a come to Jesus moment of like, this is an opportunity to all of a sudden, like, knock on the door mm-hmm. to the postseason. To win three games in a row, which has not been done since December of 2020. That to, Matt has never done. <laughs> so, you, you know, like that opportunity was there. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity that I think we said in the in the past that this 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 team does not know how to win. That was our big issue in the beginning of the season. That first, the front half of the season was like, they don't know how to finish a fucking game. Yeah. Here and now it's like, okay, hey, they've made progress. Sure. But now the next step is winning multiple games. Like mm. keep winning. A streak. Not shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like when you go back to the win against the Vikings like that, come on, that was a fucking garbage ass game as well. So <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You can't really hardly a win. <laughs> this this one would have almost fit in that category had we won anyways. Mm. You know, like it it, it 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 where it's like, yeah, you won. It could but, have it literally was yeah. coin flip, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't decisively. It was and so I'm like, we have opportunity. This is the first time that this coaching staff has all of a sudden like opportunity and a glimpse into like what the future could be. What are you gonna do about it? Mm. And coming out with the game plan that they did and the execution that they did and their adjustments insert air quotes adjustments that they made throughout the game. I'm like, you're not ready. Mm. You're not ready. This is this, the coaching staff. They are not ready. They're not prepared to, to take and lead these players to that level. And Mm -hmm. I personally still don't, I don't think they'll ever be ready. Not this coaching staff. No, I just don't think they have it in them. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I said it before. Um, he's just Matt Eberflus is just a fucking loser <laughs> and this coaching staff is a you know Getsy and Eberflus they're just fucking losers man I mean it was against the, the Lions that I that I had said it, and I think it was again you had an opportunity you had a great opportunity here to beat a real a really good defense to continue this you know keep this conversation going of like all right keep your opportunity of like all right we might make the postseason here you know slim chance but we're doing what we can to keep that opportunity going we're gonna worry about what we can control you know and this was your moment. This was another moment that you had, and you pissed it down your leg. <laughs> and I was starting to feel bad last week and the week before about talking sh- that is so much shit about Eberflus. And every time I start to feel bad, he fucking <laughs> it makes me not feel bad because he does he feel like this. <laughs> yeah, he opens I his cannot. mouth. He makes a shitty. He does what he what he did this week. Something happens, and I'm just like, no, I was right. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't gonna, feel bad. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean. I quit listening to his interviews and just reading the transcripts because I can't fucking stand it. Like the sound <laughs> yeah. of his voice. Yeah. Um, literally like my taint just like screeches up. And it's just, <laughs> I don't, I, I can't, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Can't, and then I have to punch things and I'm like, I, I'm a grown ass man. Like I getting punched in walls. should not be it. making me feel this way. It's like years of therapy just gone right out the just door down because the of drain. a fucking coach that I've never met in person. <laughs> <Because> of, <laughs> yeah. Like lucky for him, you know? Like, yeah. So it, it's been, yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm yeah. Right just bad, you. bad calls. And I, I think, uh, 
the bad calls, it just makes me want, I want to turn, I want to kind of circle back around to the running back situation because I kind of want to get your opinion on it too. Uh, I had mentioned, I think the week before last week, and I and I talked about it last week with Isaac too about how like I felt like I felt like we needed to bite the bullet, and I mean maybe. Maybe he's not 100% healthy, and maybe that's part of what it is. But I felt like we needed to bite the bullet and get Khalil Herbert some reps to get him back in the rhythm of things. And he wasn't going to be immediately productive, but, like, you know, you were going to have to bite that bullet just to get him comfortable and back in the swing of things. Um, but I felt – I mean, we just kept going with Deontay Foreman this game, and it wasn't working, and we just kept doing it. <laughs> and then Roshan Johnson got something going, and then we went away from it. Uh all what? that just to we all that just to, to say for a minute and stop doing it. I just, no, I'm just curious. Not, <laughs> I'm just curious as to you, like you know your well, how you see the running back situation and you know what what your thoughts are on on all. Of I that. understand protecting Herbert and not leveraging him when if if the mindset is what the fuck are we playing for? And I think that I mentioned my issue being that this is an opportunity for the coaches to. Um, to show up and to uh, play a big boy game. And the fact that they have chosen the last couple to not get Herbert in there more often and get him some reps, I wonder if they have already collectively made the decision to protect him and try to make a better run next year. Well, like pack it up this season for him. For him, you know, from yeah. a, and 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 you, so I'm looking at this from you know, when you when you talk about running backs, and I think um, I've had this conversation recently, actually, uh, about like just the longevity of long of running backs in the NFL, as far as like career is concerned, and the average length is like s- super super small. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very low, but that's also taking an, into consideration all all professional football players. So that includes, you know, like practice squad people too, right? So like how long is a career at each position and running back is one of the, the lowest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, now you take like a legitimate first string, a legitimate starter at a professional level. If you only looked at those across the board, they obviously go up a little more there. It's a little higher, but even then relative to other positions, to, it's still yeah. very low. And that's mm-hmm. because they are, they are the ones that have the most change of direction going on um, at the hardest angles in the most uh, uh, like condensed um, population on the field. Mm. As far as like, you know, between these guys are fucking, you know, anywhere from like five, seven to like six, one running between giants that yeah. tower over them that are over six, but over 300. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like, yeah, they are running full force into the backs, into the fronts, into getting blown from the side, just yeah. like, you know, dicks everywhere. <laughs> Football, sorry. Um, so I understand that from a business perspective, as far as like maybe not using Herbert, but only if you have the mindset that we're done. We're done for the season. Yeah. <laughs> and so between that, and there's just a lot here that the decisions that the coaching staff has made across the board that I'm like, you, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have faith in this team. You don't have faith in the organization anything. <laughs> yeah, and anything in yourselves. And like, and I'm just like, 
but why would you do that? That's mm. my flip question. That's like my devil's advocate side is like, but yeah. you know, you know, you guys are going to be gone next year. Like why? Why, why give this? a shit? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, why not try to go with a bang and like actually make some good decisions and show that, hey, you're learning from this experience and that like, you're employable. Like <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, I'm not, I don't know. Well, so, I mean, that's my take as far as like the running backs. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You know, Deontay Foreman, I think we had planned on leveraging him more in the later half of the season anyways. Mm. Um, obviously he came in sooner than. Then we and I, hoped, and I believe that that was actually said, like, like the plan because of his age and because of experience that, like, you know, we hadn't planned on bringing him up so quickly, mm-hmm. in 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 hopes of having depth there that we could leverage him later in the season, um, because you know I think they thought that they had a shot in the north at least, uh, for a minute there. Right. Until they didn't. Until like yeah. after the first or second game and they were like, oh, fuck, what'd we do? Oh, <laughs> oh we're losing games. Oh, <laughs> this is a professional game. Oh, <laughs> this isn't um, preseason anymore. So, yeah, um, that's where I'm at with it. I honestly it, and I think another big issue there is the O-line. Like we saw what the run game was when we didn't have our starters in. Mm hmm. You compare those numbers to when we actually had the like our front five in there, and it's like, oh, there's a, there's a big difference between those two things. Yeah. And then as soon as Tevin Jenkins is gone, like I'm like, why are you even trying to run it anymore? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't, I'm I don't want to be bouncing around, but I feel like there's just some things that like I want to hit on that it's just gonna be bouncing around. Uh, I just I want to talk about Mooney a little bit. Uh, two catches, 14 yards. Obviously, a really significant drop um the last play of the game field sent to hail mary he ha- uh he was coming down with it he kind of he was falling already ball kind of falls in his lap he drops it uh and that wasn't the only bad play he had another bad play earlier on the fourth and one that he uh defender got right past him was able to trip up justin fields um and fields wasn't a- wasn't able to get uh past the uh he wasn't able to get the first first down on that play uh I don't know. I feel bad. What what do you what do you think about Mooney and that last, especially that last play, that hail mary drop? Uh, what did people expect? I feel like people are underrating how hard that is to fucking that is catch. to catch. Yeah, yeah. fucking catches to do. Yeah. Um. Not just that he wasn't supposed to be the one to catch it. Mm. His job was to go box people out. Yeah. Komet was supposed to be the one to catch it, and instead Komet was part of the party that knocked the ball down mm. so he was in position to do his job which was to box people out mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's a ball in front of him and he was all already like starting to fall mm. so for me it's like you ever like turn around and all of a sudden there's a ball in your face i mean i know for you Omar, balls like, you're definitely used to that <laughs> balls um, <laughs> just balls everywhere just flying at me constantly but like you know we're like you turn your head and all of a sudden like oh shit something's oh, there fuck, like yeah. that's that's kind of what it's so easy to look at that in slow motion like they just show it oh like, yeah you know, yeah like, that's the <laughs> yeah. problem but like watch it in real time and it's like his eyes weren't there because he was not so he was not going to be looking for the ball like now granted he should be ready I think everyone down there should be like yes the plan is for everyone to go down and box out and like commit get up on top of people but you should also be ready to like 
just in case something like yeah, snap be ready. something if if the you know, worst case scenario that but portion didn't happen but no i i that's, that's so not difficult. on yeah yeah that's really hard it was he's falling on the way too i feel like that's what i'm saying i felt bad because he just is he's getting so much shit and also i'm gonna every, throw this out there i agree with what Komet said later which is we should not be we shouldn't be relying on those plays rely on. yeah you, you can't do that yeah and, and and that comes down to like just poor execution offensively throughout the majority of that game mm-hmm. right they just were not executing playmakers were missing plays um, now I don't think playmakers were put in the, the most optimal position to be playmakers, to be successful, you know? Um, and then the few that they were, it's like that limits your opportunity immediately. You have to be a hundred for a hundred then mm-hmm. and they're not, and, the, and, and they just weren't, you know? And, um, so for me, I'm like, I agree with that. Um, I'm. So I I know I I feel for him. I like Mooney a lot. He's been productive with the Bears that, in his time with us. I don't I know he's having a rough season. Was, this yeah, year, he's but, having but, a tough season, but but also like it's a like, god damn it, this fucking offensive coordinator. Like, yeah. just, they do not know how to actually build a playbook for your playmakers. And that's where I'm like, I just I, like you're dicking everyone man yeah you just are you yep. can't you can't rely on 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 fields to more every time which is proven in this game yeah right you know yeah um, more who already so, had limited snaps and yeah yeah it's just kind of like now you know if we got like an actual number two you had two guys on the streets <laughs> mooney like as a legit three yeah Running a couple of slants out there. Yeah, <laughs> we don't run slants, people? Stein. We the Bears. Play? I don't think. I don't think slants are in the Bears' playbook right play? now. <laughs> like, yeah. We can out there. We can pick uh, up speed. Yeah. Make a little bit of headway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's just not happening. And like, and that's the other thing is I think when you don't do that anymore, when you don't do what you do like regularly, you lose the feel for it. Like it, you got to get it out there. You can't run like 600 screenplays in a season and, and expect your fucking wide receivers to just be ready. I think that's like, low balling to, to, go <laughs> to out, catch the ball. And like, you know, you know, like on the real, Oh shit, I have to run a real route. That's <laughs> not, oh, I have to use my hands. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like that's my hands not to block, but to catch. I, <laughs> so no, I just I, I think that this season from a, a coaching this is a this is not again I refuse to put the issue on the personnel. Yes, uh, this is a leadership issue. All of this across the board. Yeah, you just took the words out of my mouth here because I think that's what I wanted to go to. I, any any topic here that I think that I want to hit on, I think it just all goes back to the the failure of leadership, failure of coaching. I mean, as and as it has for the past, I mean, since the beginning of the season. <laughs> well, Isaac mentioned you know about just noticing the issue with the blocking from the running backs since the running back coach got fired yeah like this is we have a coaching issue yeah the coaches aren't just that yes these are professionals and yes they're very good at what they do but you know what they're really good at doing being coachable Mm. when you go through interviews and you go through like uh and, and talk to any scouts at a collegiate level and going into any type of minor league or professional level, the thing that they're looking for regularly when they get to the interview process is, is this motherfucker coachable? Mm. You see, because 
your skill is one thing. Your uh, your pure talent is another thing. How you're able to take those and apply them into different settings comes down to coaching. Are you coachable? Mm. These guys are coachable. I think we got rid of the one primary person who wasn't coachable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's he doing down there, by the way? <laughs> I have not heard a peep out of him since uh, <laughs> since the week after he left. So, <laughs> so I mean, for me, like that. No matter what, that comes down to leadership. It is a leadership issue. It is a coaching issue. Yeah, it's fucking garbage. Yeah, it all comes back to that. It all comes back to the coaching. I will say, hey, let's give credit where credit is due. Once Eberflus is gone, I think he has earned the right as a defensive coordinator somewhere. Mm. I think there's plenty of need for it. You think he could go to the Packers? To the Pack? <laughs> I think he could do some damage up there. Dude, anybody that's not Joe Barry will do fucking damage. Well, we I'll need a sleeper Lovie agent. Smith. I don't do Hang on, I need, to, I need to update my... Fuck you. You're not getting Lovey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a yeah we need a sleeper agent up in fucking Wisconsin. I need they, got, to, uh, they got plenty down here. <laughs> it's not a sleeper agent. If they got Lovey Smith, it's not a sleeper agent because he'd be winking at the camera the whole fucking time. <laughs> he'd be like, gotcha. I gotcha. you want another number one pick? I gotcha. <laughs> We're gonna let the Panthers win next week so they can get the, the second overall pick. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Oh man, Jordan All right. just you wanna... Oh no, <laughs> no, it's gonna be Bryce Young looking like fucking Tom Brady, like there, a god. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad for that kid too. Man. Oh, he's getting beat up Can in just, Carolina, I mean, he's man. His shit kicked in, and like, like shit rocked. Truly, like he's, I, and I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I really mm, don't. I, no. But he is behind the worst offensive line, <laughs> and like. I mean, he's on the worst right team in the league. Like, <laughs> he literally got. He's in survival mode, dude. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, the fact that he's made it this whole season is impressive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh man, that's Ooh. tough. I couldn't imagine. I feel bad for the kid. Yeah. Uh, you want to keep hacking at this game a little bit, or you, or you want to move on? No, I mean game wise, as far as like, I mean, we can come down like, yeah, the the, the defense kind of dropped the ball in the fourth. Uh, you know, even you give up 212 yards passing, it's in the fourth quarter. In one yeah. quarter, I mean, like, <laughs> that's tough. But flip side, like they did what they need they did their jobs for the for the majority of the game and the mm-hmm. offense did just didn't you know yeah. and so i mean it was a game of defense for sure i felt like most for of the sure time. it was just for sure both um, it was fun from like a defensive perspective i love yeah. the interceptions some of the sacks some of the there were some really good hits out there and like again the way the secondary flew around the field not even just the secondary but like the back seven you know themselves like were you, mm. you, i thought that they did fantastic so for most yeah. of the game um also can we give a quick shout out to flacco like i just kind of like i like seeing some of the guys like that's a generation i mean he's got to be done again soon right like i mean that just needs, yeah but he's of that generation of like he's part of that last era like of the of the most recent era absolutely and, and yeah and, and um so having that like little taste again was was cool um you know seeing him go out there and kind of show out i was like it sucked that it was against the bears but i mean Against yeah. us, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I mean, other than that, it's just. Yeah, it is cool to watch him come back, and I mean, I don't know if we said this before or, or just now, but I mean, 
he's had an, over 900 yards in the past three games coming in, into the Browns mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's impressive and it's it's crazy to watch. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's all I got. This should have been a dub. It wasn't. It's should coaching. It's coaching, and I think uh, they don't want to win a myriad of problems. Yeah, they just. Uh, yeah, I don't think you know. Again, hey, Ibufus is just a fucking loser. He doesn't know how to win. <laughs> you just can't scheme up a game plan like that and take your foot off the pedal. And yeah, it's just not going to work for you. Well, I think also just was I feel like Joe Flacco. This uh, what's up? I, I think it's more that it's it's more because obviously he's not the one necessarily scheming the the offense, right? He's just sure. taking what the offensive yeah. coordinator puts together and then approving it or not. And that's yeah. my issue. Is like, come on, man. You really don't see an issue with the play calling. You really don't see an issue. You're like, don't give me that bullshit. Yeah. That's like, and I, you know what? That's the last interview I listened to him was when he made the comment that he didn't see any issue with the play calling. Mm. And I almost, I almost threw my laptop. I was like, <laughs> I was, because my headphones were in, and I jumped out of my seat. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Yeah, and yeah. Like, it ripped. It ripped like, them out. Like yeah. My, my my laptop came off came, my desk. Yeah. And I was like. And I was like, oh, oh, I can't listen to this man's voice anymore. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a trigger for that's me. It. That's it. <laughs> I am triggered. That's so, uh, yeah, I just read the transcripts now. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do. And he sounds like, in my head, I read him. He sounds like Grover from Sesame Street. <laughs> like, that just, that's the only way I could get around Kind of moves his head like Grover, too. Fucking Muppet. <laughs> he just kind of like, you know, he's got like that... Uh... <laughs> His neck looked like someone's hand is like, you know what I mean? Like wrist is like working his head. <laughs> All righty. I think we'll call that. We'll call that the game. No need to, uh, to hack at this thing anymore. Uh, so with that, we're going to move into a little segment we like to call, around these parts, we like to call it the NFC North Vibe Check. Vibe Check. With Isaac Turgeon. Turgeon. How you feeling, Isaac? Um, <laughs> um <laughs> that doesn't chill. sound good. <laughs> Pretty chill. Chilling. All right. Uh, okay. So are are we digging? Are we starting with the Packers then here for this vibe check? Yeah, I guess I mean, that seems the way we're going. Coming with the pack. I mean, I ended up taking the Packers just because you know coming into this game and how they've been performing and um they seem to be clicking and really finding their rhythm and. Going into you know up against Tampa, who I think has struggled a little bit and and finding their identity as a team. Um, uh, plus, they've really got they got hit with the injury bug as well. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I I ended up going with the Packers. So I was I was actually surprised by this one. I was like, not even in a fun way to me. I wasn't like, yeah, fuck the pack. No, I was more like confused. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, this looks more like some of the games that were where they weren't performing well. And uh, I was like, well, right. uh, how do you feel about this game? Isaac? Um, let me give you a quick stat real quick. Right? Hit me with it. Is it the Matt LaFleur one? No, 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 no. This is just a stat I was able to find. Um, quarterbacks Go ahead. with a perfect passer rating in Lambeau. <laughs> yeah. We got Aaron Rodgers. And we got Baker Mayfield. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it for the history of Lambo being in existence. Um, that's wild. Yeah, for Baker Mayfield to come in and bitches like that is just a 
pure defensive scheme issue. I mean, you see safeties backed up 40, year, 40 yards off at times. Like, if the pass rush isn't doing heroic things, then the defense is just going to fall on its ass, and that's what it's been doing. I mean, it made Tommy DeVito look like fucking Jalen Hurts out there. Like, it, two back-to-back well, weeks of shit. Well, are, are, like are you trying to insinuate that Tommy DeVito is not – Jalen Hurts. I think we need to, that, we need to put more to respect on Tommy DeVito's name here. Tommy DeVito looks like a fucking scrub <laughs> against an actual good defense. <laughs> Going against Dennis Allen in like a good Saints mm-hmm. coached defense, he looked like shit. His his quarterback rating the last six games, 3. 3.7, 16.3, 31.6, 7.1, Fourteen point four against the Packers, eighty. <laughs> you know, sad is that still not even like great. <laughs> Good enough, it's, but it's far away. Isaac got beef one. with uh, Devito since. <laughs> Yo, he was sitting on that. He had that shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, point. he had that shit ready to go <laughs> since last week, bro. <laughs> In the last 14 oh. quarters, we've forced seven punts. That's like three and a half games straight of seven punts. That's total. not great. Like we're just not ending drives. We don't anything any third down that the oppose uh, the opposing team has, I'm just like, it's a first down. Just fucking they're just walking into it at at ease at this point. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> And um, yeah, Matt LaFleur said today that Joe Barry is going to be the play caller for the rest of the year. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, more so get of used it to, to look it. forward yeah, to. <laughs> yeah. I just. Who's like tough tits, get used to it. <laughs> we've spent seven of the last eight first round picks on defensive players. We shouldn't be struggling this bad. We should be like a top 10 unit at least. So you're telling me it's a, it's a coaching issue? It's a hundred percent. It's been a coaching issue. Oh, Matt Lafleur no, can't hire well, no, defensive coordinators. Well, no. <laughs> I feel uh, you, man. And that's basically the no. If it was reason... one of us, they'd be blaming Jordan Love. <laughs> It'd be like Jordan Love's just not good enough. He just hasn't shown the improvement. He hasn't fucking. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry excited to, to talk off. about. I'm excited to talk about Jordan Love. He looked. I thought Let's he looked good. I thought he looked pretty solid the game. Um, but yeah, he's defense... in a bad position. Like, yeah, defense is what has been. I think defense lost him. Jordan Love went and won the game against the Giants, and then defense just let Tommy DeVito do whatever he wanted in the last like minute and a half and win it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of the same thing with Aaron Rodgers early in his career. After Aaron Rodgers' first year, the defensive coordinator also got fired. So I mean, it's he's not getting it's not complimentary football, and it's not helping. But yeah, for uh, love, it's been, it was so fucking good in that like three, four week span, but the progress isn't going to be like that. It's going to be more, it's going to be up and down, up and down. But the thing is, he's getting rid of more of the inaccuracies and more of the issues. Um, The weeks against like the Lions and the Chiefs, he was fucking perfect. Um. And the bad stuff is going to come back in in spurts, and that's what's that's what it's been doing. Um, we haven't had 
100 yard receiver or rusher all year and we're still 11th in offense right now so i mean he's just basically doing it with his arm at this point like it he is the offense at this point and he's just finding ways to get it done no matter who it is no matter who's out there he's keeping the offense efficient and uh he's he's delivered in crucial moments too like especially with this one we were down before the defense just handed them everything we were down 20 to 10 and we needed a long drive from him and the coaches just basically put the game in his hands and was like here like go get us a crucial touchdown and he had he went 9 of 10 for 85 yards and a touchdown so i mean he delivered and i think he probably had his craziest pass that he's had all year that touchdown to Jaden Reed on the right Ooh. side of the end zone mm-hmm. that and he did the same thing against the Giants and missed it and then you see you just see little incremental improvements improvements in like the same things he's just honing in on all skills and um it's, that's what he's supposed to be doing right? yeah it's and fun it's, to so watch. that's got to be like a, exactly like it's, it's nice to see like that the expectation and like what he should be doing actually take effect and yeah. actually be happening so I mean, even without a 100-yard receiver all game or all season, he's still on pace to throw for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. So, I mean, he's spreading it out to absolutely everybody, and he's getting it done. And um, Tucker Craft, the third-round tight end we picked up, has been showing insane improvements, especially Mm -hmm. in, like, just exploiting defenses with his routes and – making the his route running catch. is impressive i was watching i was watching some of those and i was like this dude he can move and like, he's not even our type he's not even our top tight end once luke musgrave comes back that duo is going to be fucking good and i think it's going to be a lot of two tight end personnel out there just they're going to be able to do kind of what they want with his emergence as the number one right now yeah luke musgrave's been out with that lacerated kidney so it's been all tucker craft hard to ben come back Sims. from very quickly with that, huh? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, one bad hit is going <laughs> to yeah. fuck that up again, so just make it worse. Fucking Kraft almost ended up with a lacerated testicle trying to jump over a defender. <laughs> I don't know if you saw funny. that. <laughs> that shit was funny, bro. Because <laughs> he tried to jump it, and he fucking took <laughs> the shot, and then you saw him, like, grabbing it. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. He yeah. For it. Yeah. Any more on the Packers? Yeah, that's Not definitely really. exciting. I mean, that's got to be. Exci- I mean, that's scary for the rest of the NFC North. But that's. I mean, that's got to be exciting as a Packers fan, seeing your quarterback just continually improve and just keep chipping away at it. And again, continue. I just am continually impressed by his poise. I think it's really impressive to me that he just. That's yeah. That's the thing is he's been up. He's been up against it since he got drafted. Basically, I yeah. mean, and he hasn't said shit. He's just been putting his head down and working, and it's showing. And I think um, I think that's what you absolutely need to do. But it's also nice mm-hmm. that he has the support where he's at, yeah, uh, to do that, you know, and like, like say, hey, we're just going to focus on this one thing. Well, the thing is, the team on this next thing. And the team is behind them. That's like, what no matter I mean. what, like, they're invested like having, in them. And that's just that's something that, as a Bears fan, is just unheard of. Like no matter what, there's always like some type of fucking drama mm. like, surrounding the quarterback, or you think in general. <laughs> I mean, in general, for uh, sure, but especially like, around is that what you're talking about? Especially around the quarterback yeah. to head coach, like relationship thing, you know, like they're just <clears throat> moments of like, you know, that's, hey, they're a quarterback for now, or 
Yeah. Uh, no comment. <laughs> sure. Like shit like that. Like, yeah. Um, and and you know, uh, again, and I think that's that's the difference, right? Like we are not an organization that can fucking develop a quarterback. Mm. Like stop. Going or even support one. Like, <laughs> no, or provide support to an established one. You guys need Flacco. Yeah. And like, because Flacco literally is like a duck. Like he just like he just lets that shit roll off his back. Yeah. He's just, he's just like whatever. Dude, I'm just here to fucking play. Like, <laughs> well, I'm saying more of like just an established guy who's already. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. And, and that's that's you know something I've maintained since day one. Yeah. <laughs> like, um. Uh. Yeah. As a Packers fan, it's frustrating to watch the defense piss these games away, but it's encouraging to see love improve and you know make these ridiculous i mean the arm talent was the reason he was a high draft capital is because the arm talent at utah state was insane and you still see that every single game um is jordan love mormon i don't think so no 100 no it's not just make sure he refused no, he didn't to. go to he didn't go to byu he went to utah state uh. <laughs> um but yeah, I think for now the Packers have found their QB for the time being, and I think that's all they wanted out of this year. Yeah, for the and now uh, it's just more of for the near future. Yeah, and it's more of just the offense being so young, just growing together and continuing to get better, and hopefully get a new defensive coordinator because that we're not going anywhere with that fucker calling plays. <laughs> yeah. All right, Stein, you got anything else on the Packers? I do not. On the Packers uh Bucks game. All right. So let's uh move on to the next one, yeah. What are you feeling, Isaac? You want to take the Lions? Or you want to take the Vikings here? <coughs> I think <clears throat> I got more on the Lions than the Vikings, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, let's Vikings. hit the Vikings first, real Yeah, quick, let's get then. these guys out of yeah. the way then. Yeah. Uh Minnesota Vikings went against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday, and they lost 24 to 27 in overtime. Honestly, pretty impressive stats from both of these quarterbacks, both these backup quarterbacks. And they were looking pretty good, I thought. What do you guys think? He looked better in the second half. Nick Mullins did. Um, The first half, he wasn't capitalizing on his opportunities, um, but he got them out to a lead. And then just bad game management by Kevin O'Connell and just bad execution in the fourth quarter just kind of let that lead slip away from him. But, I mean, the big thing for the Vikings on this was Ty Chandler and his breakout game and just how good he was. I mean, it shows that the run scheme can work very well with an explosive running back like Delvin Cook, which they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, Madison is a good ground-and-pound guy, but it's more of a gap scheme running more than power. Mm. And that's what they got drafted. That's what the offensive linemen got drafted for. And so when you're trying to run uh, a run scheme for a power guy, when you're not built for that, it's not going to work out as well. So they had an explosive running back take Madison's place this game with Madison being out, and he did fucking phenomenal. I think... I feel like he should probably be... I think he'll definitely be sprinkled in more, but I feel like he should probably be the main back and just ride the hot the hand one. and see, yeah, see how it goes. See how far he goes. Mm-hmm. 
That's about it, to be honest. I mean, there's not a lot. <laughs> it's a backup quarterback, so it's not a lot to take in. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of my thing. Was I was like, I mean, this has been the season of of the backup, and yeah. so yeah. for me, I'm I, I I think my palate was kind of like, I need a cleanser, so <laughs> I go watch a couple of starters instead. This is getting ridiculous. So. All right, right on. I mean, that's all. Yeah, I don't have much either. Just uh, there were some crazy plays. Like I said, I I mean, from what I was watching, I was not expecting much from these backups. But I mean, I see a lot of people on Vikings like Twitter calling for KOC's job and shit like that. But I'm like, dude, you're f- like 500 right now, yeah, with, <laughs> yeah. or like seven and eight or whatever the fuck they are, yeah, with backups, yeah, with backups, like with your third string. <laughs> and I think they were like negative with Kirk Cousins. I mean, they were finding it out, but. They went they, on a they finally started hitting. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, and um, I think you just—it's just one of those shitty years that you just kind of have to wait out and just let the young guys play and just let I mean, them get reps Madison. and experience. Yeah, I mean, you have a bunch of established guys, but you got the young guys that you just want to get involved, like Addison and Ty Chandler, like that, and see what you got and see what you can. Um. Expect from them. Yeah, expect from them next year. Mm. For sure, for so sure. I think they can't do anything else but go back to Cousins. I mean, that's their best bet right now. They're a win-now team, I think. Mm. And I think has. I mean, who else is going to give them that opportunity to win now other than Cousins, who's already established in that system? It's not like there's any like crazy quarterbacks on the market that are Floating better around. than Cousins. Yeah. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, maybe. <laughs> Fulfill the farm. Fulfill the prophecy. Aaron Rodgers on that team would probably (laughs) (laughs) he would lock that shit up pretty easily. Yeah. Immediately, all of a sudden, the North can't be touched again, and you're like, "God damn it!" Like, just yeah, he just takes that shit back. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that'll do it for the Vikings versus the Bengals. So we'll move on to the Detroit Lions versus the Denver Broncos. Fucking yeah, Lions, Lions put it on the Broncos. They won forty-two to seventeen. They're, I mean, well, their offensive line was fully healthy again, mm-hmm. and I mean, it and it was obvious. I, mean, I think that was really you could really tell that they were all back and firing on all cylinders. They completely they controlled the country, the trenches. Oh yeah, the entire time. Yeah, they you you win that front line on both sides of the ball, and it was lights they, out. They, they were fine. They looked like they did you know, a few games back. So, mm-hmm. you know, they looked better. They looked like they're back on track again. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I still anticipate them to win the North. I still expect them to, I think that they will have a halfway decent show out in the playoffs this year. If, if they can maintain their health, they stay right, healthy these last few games. So, um, all depends on who they match up with. If they get the Rams, I think they're toast. <laughs> like, I think I think Stafford is going to cook that fucking defense. Stafford's been on so good this year so far. I think an experienced team like the Rams, their offense can exploit them. Because I think they could. Yeah, I think I think the thing that that the Lions have, I think I would take the Lions' defense though. And now I think Stafford will do damage to them but yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see well, they have that... minnesota right now and they would handle minnesota i think mm, yeah yeah 
I just yeah I I think the Rams will take that sixth seed. And if the Rams go to Detroit, Stafford going back to Detroit, oh, come yeah, the fuck you, on. That's dude. a storyline. Just like, oh, hundred percent. Come fate. the fuck on. Yeah. That bed and just being like, you have fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be nuts, actually. That's the thing is, I don't think Detroit's defense is good enough yet to be consistent. Mm. You've seen the issues. Yeah. If they're not getting the complimentary football, then, and I mean. They had a they had a good showing, obviously. Um, their secondary depth stepped up and made plays. Like Ifatu Milfanwo fucking had the game of his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had like eight tackles, tackle for loss, all that shit. And I just don't know if shit like that is gonna. It's it hard to consistent. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to bet on that. Um, but as far as the Lions' offense, I mean, Sam Laporta continues to be fucking insane. Just continues the Iowa tight end pipeline mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. <laughs> shows um yeah if you need a tight end just draft Get Iowa, from Iowa. <laughs> Go to yeah. Iowa. corn fed one thing that was pretty interesting was they got jameson williams good looks early on which doesn't usually happen he's usually just a deep threat guy but they're using him more horizontally which is opening up more stuff which if they can add that wrinkle to the offense i think that'll be interesting but yeah, other than that, I mean, they just they got shit done. They went back to their bread and butter and yeah, got it done. They definitely seem like a return to form. They just got after it earlier. They were able to give Jared Goff some time and stuff. And yeah, so you mean they him. they hit the gas pedal early, <laughs> and and they kept the foot on the gas kept the pedal. pressure on. And when things were working, they kept doing what was working. Yeah, and then and then and they didn't let up. And then they won. They didn't didn't let up. <laughs> and then they got a a W, which is. Must be nice. It's a fun eh? letter. Yeah. It's a fun letter. <laughs> fun letter. Yeah. It's a weird concept. I feel like I've never heard of anyone doing that before. Would love to see that. Interesting. <clears throat> I wonder if other teams around the country are going to start doing that. You know. I mean, it's something like that. Just, yeah, like they should start picking it up. You know. Yeah. Seems like it might work. I think it could. I, I think it could. I think we're on the we're where you might be able to witness a, a real shakeup here in the NFL. You know, with that strategy. Hmm. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, it was the Vikings' first hundred-yard rusher since Week Ten of last year. That's fucking wild. That's interesting. That's just fucking wild. Like, <laughs> especially like the last twenty years, they've consistently had like a good running back. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like they, so it's just weird to like. That's a weird stat for them. Yeah. I think they got off that Dalvin Cook train just in time, though, because he has not been good. I also don't think he really fits in that system. Like I don't. Dalvin Cook. Oh, in yeah, in New York. Up, yeah. Up in, up, yeah. I just. It made no sense. The, no, it didn't. I was really. I was like, really? Like, I don't know. No. In my mind, I was like, I mean, I don't know what the contract was. Maybe the pay was just right or something. And he was like, That's what it was. It was the pay. It's just, but it's just not there. It's just, I was very, I was very weird. Like, all right, whatever, dude. <laughs> Anywho. For sure, for sure. Week 16. With that, we move into the week 16 preview, where the Chicago Bears will go against the Arizona Cardinals. Should be a Bears fun are four game. and a half point favorites. Yeah, I saw that. I think it should be a fun-ass game. I like the Cardinals. They're kind of like wild cards right now. The Cardinals and Bears have been playing each other since 1920. 
Come yeah, on. they're the first two teams that, like ever, right? Mm-hmm. They both were in Chicago at the time. They <laughs> oh, really? Each other, they've played each other 92 times. Wow. Bears lead the all-time series 57, 29, and 6. Uh, the road team has won the last six matchups between the two. And the Cardinals have won the last three straight meetings, have won three straight meetings in Chicago. So uh, their last one was back in 2021. Um, and I will say uh, Fields has not faced the Cardinals yet. Mm. The last time that we played, he was injured. So um, it'll be a first for him. Um, uh, what are the Cardinals right now since Murray has come back? They're what, two and three. I think since he got back from IR, two or three, yeah. So um, losses coming to the Texans, the Rams, and the Forty ers mm-hmm. which you know, honestly, all all of which, yeah, I would have makes sense. Yeah, that all makes sense. Absolutely, especially with what the Texans were doing at the time, like that just. Mm. Um. So I don't. Know, I think it should be a good game. I do. Uh, even if the Bears are struggling, I think it should be a good game because. Mm. Even if the Bears are struggling, when the Bears struggle, it's not the defense that struggles. Like it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Trey McBride has been on a fucking tear. Their yeah. tight end, mm-hmm. he's been so fucking good, and he's been getting the passing work. He's been getting like a bulk of the passes. Oh yeah, no, I think those those short those short mid range passes and the checkdowns and stuff have really been working out, especially for. I think it. I think that's something that's been really helpful to getting Murray back in the flow of things too. You know, being on the field again and just kind of like having a reliable guy like that. Exactly, it's allowing him to like he needs to get more reps in a game live game situation of working through a progression. Um, I, th- I there have been some. There's been plenty of film, you know, from from his games back that he's he's missing a couple of open people here and there, but he's hitting. He's hitting that tight end, you know, so I mean, like, so at least he's still making completions and he's still progressing down the field as opposed to like throwing it away or taking the sack or some shit like that. So, or mm. worse, turning the ball over. So, um, again, it, it's more like just get him back in the routine of things, get him back in the rep. And, and I think eventually you're going to start seeing some more of those downfield passes coming again. And um, Also, they just don't have the receiving that. personnel right now. They don't. They, do yeah. And, and so I... I think that it's I think it's honestly like a best case scenario for him as far as like coming back from the type of injury that he did mm. to get him confidence built back up and to get him back into I'm going to work through the progression knowing I can go right to the tight end when I need to you know like hey the odds are it's going to be there so mm-hmm. um with that I think that you know that's going to be a good workout for the Bears midfield um the over under is 44 and a half Really? It seems high. I would, I'm going to take the under on that. Mm. Like, just from a, even if I would go, I think 40 and a half would be my highest. So I would still go under, probably. And I would still take <laughs> yeah, the under. Yeah. That's just it. Like, um, because I think a good chunk. Now, here's the issue is that. <laughs> We don't know which Bears offense we're going to get. Yeah, right? and we've we, been struggling we to score a lot we're of it. <clears throat> we're all of a sudden like we're out there putting up 27, 35, 40 points, you know. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't fucking – or we're struggling to put up nine. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know what direction this <clears> is. Yeah, and there's go, no in between. So. <laughs> it's just one yeah. or the other. Uh, yeah, and I don't think our defense is going <clears> to <throat> break here against, against the Cardinals. I think the defense is going to – uh, I think that they should hold up as far as like uh, continue to apply pressure. 
I think um, it's a it's a young struggling team. Um, you know, I, I think if on the defensive side of the ball we stay aggressive, we keep going after it, we keep creating opportunity for the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if the Bully throws Murray aren't going, to the, yeah, if the throws aren't going to the secondary area, though, you know, like, right. that might be an issue where the midfield passes are just enough to keep chunking it away and control the game clock and so i feel like this literally could go either way yeah at this point that's what i'm saying this should be an interesting ass game yeah especially just dealing with watch one team get blown out yeah it's like who's it gonna be <laughs> either one <laughs> well i think this is the first time you guys have really played with like played against like a super slippery quarterback like that who can evade pressure mm-hmm. and Elongate extend the, plays like yeah that. extend the play that way and um he might be like the fastest quarterback there is like those fucking he's got such quick feet it's insane and you guys have been last, relying on pressure like yeah a lot the last i think the last one would have been well uh, we played mahomes he's not like i wouldn't say he's slippery he extends play but he does well. yeah but um was when we played the ravens but wasn't that that wasn't this year that's what i mean like like it's been and so this defense and this this defensive scheme and this structure has not done that yet Mm. so to go against um, the quarterback where that's like their go not their go-to but it's like a huge part of their of their uh toolkit not not something that they however flip side it would be interesting to see if some of them have had any work against fields of practice so that might give them a little taste of it Mm. as far you know what i mean Mm. so um, but yeah, they definitely are going to have to, I think that this is going to come down to not, it's, it's not just talent, it's instinct. Like that's something Murray's good at. He's got these instincts that cannot be taught. I would argue that some of the defenders have, have that as well. Like that they are, in, in, you're seeing more instinctual. instinctual. Yeah. That was my issue in the early part of the season. Remember was that they were not playing instinctually. They were playing reactively. Mm-hmm. They were. They were letting plays happen. They were letting completions happen before making contact, before making a move, before making a decision. Whereas now they've really evolved into that like more there's I don't want to say aggression, because it's not it's not that they're being more aggressive as much as that they're um they're trusting their instincts in conjunction and and like within the facility of what the defensive scheme is. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, when I think uh <clears throat> I think too. I think it's a big part of it. Just kind of like how you were mentioning earlier, um, with the addition of sweat and with us actually like our front four actually being able to start getting some pressure. I think too, like it's alleviated like the linebackers in the secondary. They don't have to. I think before they had to worry about like, okay, I can't get too crazy because I have to contain in case something breaks through here, in case something happens. They were playing conservative. Yeah, so they were playing conservatively, which was leading them to be reactive and be like, okay, I have no choice but to let this guy like let this play happen to me because if if I let something, if I try to jump this or if I try to get ahead of this, I'm the last line of defense, and if they get past me, we're fucked. And I think that has changed. And I I also think, um, especially this last game, I think if, if our linebackers can play this game like how they did last game, I think. Um, you were mentioning, you know, having maybe having some trouble in the middle. Um, I think if they again, if we can keep the play like we did last game, I think that won't be so much of an issue. But yeah. we'll we'll see. I think defenders have been able to look more, at read quarterbacks more, mm. and less have to keep eyes on hips mm. um, of the receivers because of the ability, like because there's more pressure now, like balls are getting out quicker. So, you know, they're they're able to like take that that half second to like glance at the QB and watch the eyes. See what he's doing. 
you know, and, 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 and I think you've seen that like over the last few weeks, look at the takeaways we've had in the last four or five weeks now. I mean, just like we had more in the last, some some of them are like, no one is there looks like it's wide open and all yeah it's boom. dude and that's what's you know, been so great like, they've been ball hawking it like they've truly and like sure yeah i mean it looks like a chicago defense yeah i'm, I'm going to give credit <laughs> it looks more like a chicago defense that way yeah um, i think especially but, last week too a few of them were, were like that where they were letting which to do that against a veteran a seasoned veteran mm-hmm. joe flacco you know to do that where you make him feel okay i'm gonna make him feel comfortable like he can throw in here kind of hide a little bit and then just jump in and snag that like it was great to see so yeah yeah hopefully we can keep that up yeah and that i would argue that some of those throws too were not bad throws no they're not, you know not I mean? at all it's not, yeah. like it's not like they were off off target yeah like, like he bobbled the ball like or threw it wrong hard enough yeah like, no it like some of them were good like because yeah, michael was throwing dot like he was Yo, he's, he's a dog. <laughs> His receivers dropped still... a couple, I think, a couple of balls because just because it hit him so hard in the chest. And I think they weren't ready for it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be a fun game. be a fun I'm game. Forward to it. Yeah, I, I at the very least, I'm excited to watch this defense now. I think it's, it's fun to watch them play. All right. Oh, shit. Hey, our next episode. Well, fuck that. It's Christmas Day. I assume we're not recording that day, right? Uh, I would think I not. I do have children. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you tried to get me to, I guarantee you would be getting like, you'd be getting like, like, like pictures from Rachel or her just going like, oh yeah, <laughs> just death stare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, we won't be recording that day. Uh, I mean, I haven't really. Should we? Let's take a look at the schedule here. Yeah. So I mean, we'll probably just do it later in that week. I think we can just talk about this later at some point. Sure figure it out that's but, cool but i did i just wanted to say to like you know listeners and stuff like help you know hope that yeah happy holidays and all that oh, good of shit. course give a shit what you celebrate or what you don't like just enjoy it we'll enjoy hit you it. with it's the happy holidays family. we're gonna be For on sure. a weird i think uh, our weird schedule is gonna continue but that's because uh i mean we, like you like you're saying we all have lives and stuff so and it's that time of year with like travel and yeah and shit like that 100 percent um so yeah, I think that's safe to say that we're we're done with the recap here and we're moving on to this last chunk of the podcast where I asked Stein, Stein, what have you got for the people? Yo, just be sure to check out other podcasts, Chick Flicks with Dicks. Um, getting ready to drop an episode that we recorded so long ago that I just have not gotten edited. Man, trying to get a business up and running takes so much fucking time. So <laughs> yeah, like, that's literally uh, where my time is gone. So, um, but we are getting ready to start recording again for the next season some new episodes will be dropping uh, later in 2024 so uh, get caught up we got a bunch of good ones out there chick flicks with dicks find us on any podcast streaming platform um, and if you can't find it hit me up and i will make sure that we get on there for sure for sure all right isaac what have you got for the people uh instagram e-y-e-z-e-c-k just had a single drop that I produced last Tuesday. Doing numbers Doing right numbers. now. Doing um, numbers. So, yeah, I just keep all my production updated on there. Very, very cool. Uh, you can follow me at O-H-M-A-R Daniel on Instagram. I keep everything updated there. I have a new album out. Go listen to it. It is on Spotify and Apple and wherever you find music under my regular name, Omar Daniel, no H. 
if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow at the Bear Claw Pod on TikTok and Instagram. If you would like to send us an email, send an email to bearclawpod, contact at gmail.com. You know, whatever you want to tell us, you know, critiques or anything, whatever, how you, if you just want to vent about this season, uh, I think I think every Bears fan could use that. <laughs> a little vent session. For sure. <clears throat> it's a safe space. It's a safe know. space for you. Safe space. <laughs> Shit, um, if you want advice on just life stuff, you know, it doesn't even have to be football related. Mm, Fuck it. Send it to us. For like, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll take a glance. We'll yeah, take a 100%. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Uh, please rate and review. Share with your friends. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, again, just thank you for listening. We love, uh, we've had fun doing this. Hopefully you've had fun hanging out with us. Uh, again, like we mentioned earlier, it's going to be on a weird schedule next week, but we should have an episode out next week. You guys will get a twofer because I, like I mentioned at the beginning, I didn't get a chance to post last week's. Um, so get a twofer this week. Hopefully that'll make up for the weird schedule next week. But, uh, till then, uh, happy holidays. Enjoy your time with your family, whether that be blood or family that you have, uh, assembled <laughs> um and just dude uh, that's such a good term like, uh, assemble yeah. makes you feel like a like the avengers, like the avengers know, yeah but, like, <laughs> fuck, and you know what honestly sometimes that's the strength you need to take on the holidays yeah just, just throw that assemble out there. some yeah <laughs> um but yeah just ha- have fun enjoy enjoy the company hopefully you have people that you can enjoy being around and <clears throat> celebrating just having in your life and stuff uh yeah just thank you um hopefully we'll have a good game to watch and uh, we'll catch you after till then just fucking chin up and bear down uh bear down deuces <laughs>